hey, this is Tamara and my co-host Mary. And you're not special. Perfect. Mary's TikTok quotes of the day. Quotes of the day, perfect. Um, so he was like, he had an Indiana license, and then he show, she, he goes into a um, gas station and he gives you know to get something you know <laughs> money <laughs> to get gas. Is that what you meant to say? The what? He get he gives money to the cashier to get gas. Oh no, he no he gave his ID to the cashier because he was buying something that he had to be 21 and over whatever oh, okay and then he goes and she goes oh i didn't know they put your nationality on the id and he's like what do you mean and she's like well it says here you're indian and <laughs> like, no, you're covering up the letter it says indiana and she's like what is that it's in fucking America. That's not like any other country. Oh, wait. I think I've seen something similar. It's like the trend. Like, what is the craziest thing an American has said to you? Yes, that was it. She was, Indiana is a state. And she's like, oh, that's the state for Indians? Oh, no. And I'm like, what the, where do they live? Like, what the fuck? I've seen another one from the series where this uh, woman from Canada, um, I don't know where she was, but anyway, the comment she got was like, well, your English is perfect. Like, come on, Canada's next door. You gotta know that they speak English. Yeah. Anyway, I've been like in a weird mood. I just binge watched the fourth season of Rick and Morty because it's finally on Hulu. Did you like, was it your first time or did you watch it before? No, I watched the first three seasons a while ago, and then the fourth season, I don't remember where it was. It was, like, on a different network, and then Hulu finally got it, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I have Hulu with my Spotify subscription, so I just ratchet it up and wait until they put it on Hulu. (laughs) The way to do it, you gotta watch it all from the beginning to the end. Oh, no, it's, like, I think it's kind of like Simpsons. They just keep pumping them up. Mm. there is some storyline but like it's pretty much just randomness super random like every episode is like different basically yeah it's insane have you ever seen the show community no okay i think it's like similar maker Mm. but yeah it's pretty wild and just like i think it put me in a pissier mood (laughs) (laughs) like in what way because like the main character is just pissed off at everyone at all the times and like you know when you watch a show you always like take on the persona of like whoever you're watching do you have that like when you watch something you kind of like take on the personality I don't want to be like the character but I kind of like insert myself in the story like not really but like like when I watch Grey's Anatomy I kind of feel like they're my family and I'm like there oh it's like a bit of a different thing but I I know what you're saying too hmm. I think I've had that really hardcore happen with like Vampire Diaries when I was in high school. Be a vampire. That's never going to go away. I was upset. I was like in full depression when I finished the show and I was like, I will never be a vampire. And my mom was like mad at me. She's like, snap out of it. Like, stop. And I was like, you don't understand, mom. I was just watching a movie of my, like when my mom was here um, and she was like, Oh, and I was like, mom, everyone wants to be a vampire. Like, and she was like, that's like a stupid thing to say. And I'm like, what? 
everyone like what why wouldn't you want to be a vampire like what is there stopping you from wanting be to be a vampire yeah I feel like you know sucking blood is like kind of gross but like you get the perk of permanent life you like move super fast what else like you you look gorgeous all the time yeah you can I mean it depends I guess on like what franchise (laughs) yeah which which um (laughs) which vampires we're talking about but like if you have people like to hang out with like it's like and then every single vampire like movie or series they're gonna be like "Eh, I don't like being a vampire and I'm like you're fucking lying bite me bitch (laughs) like why wouldn't you want to be a vampire I just like I was watching with my roommate while she was making me watch it like a couple of months ago or something because I've never seen it you've never seen Twilight no I just like kind of went for Vampire Diaries right away and I never ended up watching the Twilight so I was watching it like now you know as a 20 something year old and I was like I cannot like I cannot keep watching it it's kind of bad I'm sorry for people who like it but it was just like kind of it's not like Vampire Diaries with Vampire Diaries they're like hot and they're just like dramatic and they do stuff and um twilight is more like artsy and hipster it is and i would say it's so weird like i don't think it's bad but it's very weird have you seen it like now recently oh, well i've seen it maybe like four years ago was the last time i watched it <laughs> oh, well, watch it now depends on what part you're talking about too i think the first ones were a little better than the the last ones how many are there five I couldn't I couldn't keep watching I think I only got through like two or three well there's one really funny thing which like a lot of people don't notice but basically when like Kristen Stewart and Robert Pat Pattinson is that how Pattinson. You Robert Pattinson Pat- Pattinson Pattinson <laughs> I'm just gonna say Robert <laughs> well when they're in one shot like if you really pay very close attention every time he like has to finish a, a sentence or when he needs to say a sentence he starts laughing and they have to like cut it off like it's if you now if you watch it you will notice it like literally it looks like he could not say his lines without fucking like cracking up I don't know if it was Kristen Stewart that was making him like crack up or whatever else it was but it's mm-hmm. like he literally like you can see like he's saying he's here like because you know he's in this like He's, like, so serious, and he has to say this, like, really serious thing. And he's, like, just, like, he's, like, and then you can see, like, he starts smiling, and then they're, like, edit it. <laughs> you knew something was off. It's probably because, like, he couldn't, uh, like, because I think it kind of shows, like, that vibe. I don't know. I think maybe I just, I've seen too much at this point. Oh, also, you know what? Um, I never, until I watched the movie, I never realized that, they had like the werewolves were native americans oh yeah and i was like hold on taylor lautner is not native american what is he i don't know but i actually we ended up looking up um his nationality and he wasn't and i was like oh (laughs) that's definitely like didn't age well because i don't think that would fly nowadays I mean, just I feel like it's a little weird to just assign it to a, like a specific. But like, they it, like they had a whole story where it was like you know um, rituals and stuff. 
<clears throat> for like the re- the whole reason they were werewolves is because like old tales of the Native American tribes. Oh, do you remember that at all? <laughs> okay, I think watching it with like having gone through college and like all that stuff, it's just like it's just too much. I think you should watch it as a teenager. Never thought of it as like a good movie, but like I enjoyed it, but I never thought of it as like a masterpiece that I would rewatch. Like clearly, I wasn't obsessed, so I don't know. But like, I remember I was obsessed with Hunger Games. I would like, but I think Hunger Games is a shitty movie in a book. Like, I honestly I loved the book. I like, read all three. I read two. And I don't fucking remember shit. And I honestly don't think it was good. Like I, I don't... loved it. It's and so weird. Good. I don't think the movie was good. I don't Maybe know. It was like, all right. Oh, the TikTok that I was thinking for the Twilight that I just saw recently uh, relating to Twilight. It was, there's this girl. She's like, uh, you know, you're aged when you're not team Edward or not. You're not Team Edward or Team Jacob anymore, and the shots show like the dad. <laughs> honestly, I was looking at him like, I kind of agree. <laughs> honestly, but I did hate both of them though. Like they, suck. yeah. I don't know if I liked any of them enough to like toxic relationships. Like they both were pretty toxic. Like let's be fair. Yeah, I mean, I didn't finish the franchise, so I'm not entirely sure, but there was some weirdness, like, definitely every single thing. Oh, that's another thing, especially in the first movie, there were so many red flags. Okay, we're talking about Twilight way too much. (laughs) Vampire Diaries, though, I, like, after, and that's a spoiler, I guess, but after the main character left the show, I couldn't, I was like, nope, I'm done. Thank you very much. Did she also, do anything afterwards? I mean, she did a lot of movies, but like, not in the show. I like don't remember. I don't. I watched more recently than you, I think. So I don't know. Um, you watched what? Vampire. Like I watched it more recently. Like I watched it. Maybe uh, like- yeah. To be honest, like I, I watched, like most of the seasons. I binged them. And I did it in high school and then they came out with more and they were just like kind of dragging on. So I didn't, I don't oh, think I finished watching it. Oh, okay. I didn't get to the part where she left. Actually, I think I got just to that part and I was like, I can't watch it anymore. Yeah, that's when I stopped. I think it was pretty good up until then and then it just it wasn't anymore. Long story short, vampires are cool. Like everyone would definitely want to be a vampire. The world would be better that way. <laughs> It would be scary, but we could probably all go to space. Well, the only thing, if everyone's a vampire, no one's really going to survive. Because, like, whose blood are we going to drink? What if we What if we do, like, this insulin-type technology where we just make... Oh, true. I mean, like, at, at this point, we just got to use science to our advantage. Engineer cells that produce blood. Like, bone marrow cells produce blood. Everyone gets blood injections. Yeah, it works. And everyone has superpowers. <laughs> and if anyone wants to try and figure out how to make everyone a vampire. 
Also, you can't reproduce as a vampire, which is also good because then everyone's just done. Like, you know, you're all like ma- made people. No new people are brought into the world. But what if? But what if you only become a vampire after you're like thirty or you know older? The vampire, you can't become a vampire. What? Like, no, so- no. You you give birth to a kid and then you become a vampire. That's what I mean. No, but like that's what I'm saying. You can't become a vamp. Like if that was the trick, you mean? Like you're. But who who gives you birth? Let's a non vampire person. <laughs> but how would you? Who would turn you into a vampire? Another vampire. So like you leave a portion of the population. Um. Then no one dies. That's the problem. But like if you're if you have vampire superpowers, then you can inhabit other planets, likely because it's like superhuman powers. Sure. And you probably would want to population to keep growing, you know. Why? Just so that you can like. I mean, I don't you don't die. Like I don't. I really don't think you need like have a cat or something. Like vampires are still, they still can die. There are ways to kill them. Yeah, but like, like if everyone's a vampire, they're not just gonna like go around killing each other for the most well, part. I'm sorry, you really think there are no aliens in the world? I mean, sure. Oh, you think like we're gonna go to other planets and then something? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but like I don't know. And that's in that case, we'll have to figure something else out. I just think the population is gonna be more resilient if there is still reproduction power. <laughs> Yeah, but then you have to kill the same amount you, like, birth kind of thing. No, because you can inhabit other planets. Then how much space do you think there is? <laughs> a lot. And once you hit the limit, then you stop. But, like, so far there's... A lot of people want to be a vampire so they don't have to make children. Well, those people don't have to make children. But some people still do want to. I don't, I don't think if you're a vampire, you will, like, it means you're going to have to drag a child around with you, and then you're going to turn them a vampire when they're, like, 30 years old, and it's just going to be weird, because then you're all the same age as your children. It's just going to be a very complicated case scenario. But I guess if if that becomes the norm, it's kind of okay. I don't know. Like, you know, once you reach a certain age, and you're, like, almost the same age as your parent, like, if you're 50 and your parent is 75, like, who cares at this point? I know, (laughs) It just doesn't sit right with me. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's a vampire. They shouldn't make children, but you can adopt some aliens. Yeah. What else? <laughs> Speaking of aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Queen's Gambit? No. Um, I would recommend it. But anyway, she plays chess. And after that, I'm like, I should learn chess. <laughs> I should like really know how to do it. <laughs> you not know how to play i like it's kind of like um you know calculus you or statistics you learn it and then you forget it and then you have to relearn it again hmm. i don't know why but i first i haven't played chess in maybe like at least 12 years and i somehow no probably less maybe 10 but i somehow still remember how to play like i can even vision it in my head what yeah i don't know i like i know that the horse goes like this and then, yeah, like, I know general things, but I don't remember exactly. I don't know any, like, tactics, like, how you, like, I don't know, like, 
like win and stuff like I don't know that but I do know how to like move them <laughs> that's about it <laughs> uh yeah no I don't know any tactics either I always played with um my brother and then like he would always win but it's because I would get so bored I did not care I would just do whatever just so the game's over I'm not a competitive person I literally will like play badly just so we can finish the game because I do not care (laughs) oh my god I've realized that I'm not a competitive person at all either like I like whenever there's competition involved I just cannot do well in things I will just wait until the competition is over and then I, I'll go by myself and like do it and I'll do it really well. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, is it, is it something wrong with us? Or is it like, I don't, I just never like enjoyed it in any way. Like I would rather, I don't know. Like, I just don't think it works for me. I don't know either. Like I, I've thought of sometimes, like sometimes I can see myself enjoying comp- competition, but it's only when I'm confident in my skill. I, I thought about it actually like recently because I, I think the reason why I'm not competitive is because like when it came to anything like education related, like um my brother was always so much better than, than me that I literally could like if I were to compete with him, I would always lose. And I would like I think I just as a kid, I knew that it was like my survival guide is to like not care because like and it's not like I didn't care. I wasn't like, oh, I'm not going to do anything like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like well I did my best but in no way am I was I ever like oh I want to get a better score than he is in math like that was never the case okay, maybe right. it's a Russian, Russian background where ever, there's always someone better than you so you're just like uh. probably yeah to be honest like thinking back all of my classmates well not all of my classmates but I certainly was friends with people who were overachievers and one of my best friends she always got A's like no no like no time when she didn't and I think I was just kind of I don't think I gave up like you though like not not give up but I never had that conscious understanding until maybe college actually oh I don't I didn't have like a conscious understanding either like I don't think I thought about it like like (laughs) what were you like did you internally kind of like you know, settle with it because I, all the way through college, I think I've had this like internal anxiety about like not being good enough because there was always constantly someone better than me. And at some point I was like, you know what? I really don't care. If I want to do it, I'll do it. If I don't want to do it, I won't do it. I don't know. I definitely like was never comparing myself. Like I don't like there were definitely certain things like in art like I was always like oh I want to be like good or I I never like strived to be the best though like it's just like because I knew I think I knew it was impossible but I don't really know like how like I don't know like I, I as a kid I'm sure I didn't have like a mental like I was like I'm never gonna be the best this is it like I don't think I had that thought but like it clearly was somewhere there I don't know it's just, I think it's generally the structure of our, holy shit, there's like so many topics in here that I'm, my brain is just like wanting to talk about everything, but I think that's a general structure of the school, no matter in Russia or here, well, by the way, they I don't just want to clarify, I would like people listening, we're talking about Russia because we both lived in Russia, we're not just like randomly picking a country 
<laughs> but um, yeah, uh, what are they saying? Oh, generally, like the school structure is in the way that you kind of always pit kids against each other because you're grading them. Well, but that's a thing, though, going back to Russia. But like in <laughs> Russia, like you were st- like a teacher would straight up be like, okay, I don't know. You suck and you're great. You got an F and you got an A. Like you are stupid. You are smart. Like that was a very like typical, like in general, like comparing each other was like always a thing. It was never like, we're not going to like say this kid is good. This kid is bad. Like it was always very straight up. Like you suck. You don't suck. Like I think it actually used to be like that here in US too at some point. Used to be. It's just, but I remember like even like moving here and like being in an art class, I remember where I prefer professor a teacher would never be like oh look at this this is great like they would just walk around and give everyone like critique like equal it was like you would never get a bad comment or like a comment like oh you're doing so well kind of thing so it's like a very different can't you really use that as an example for like everyone in the U.S. but like it definitely is like that here yeah I I I haven't taken art classes much and I can't imagine like someone saying that you suck or you don't in art class because it's so subjective. Yeah. In math, you can certainly say like you suck if you say like something totally wrong. But in art, I don't know how that's possible. Really depends on the type of art you're doing because like say if you're doing actual drawing like with a pencil, like in the critique there is very subject not subjective because it's literally like this shape is correctly drawn this shape isn't correctly drawn again that doesn't make you a bad artist like I think everyone in art should have and has their own style and you know techniques and whatever like if a person wants to draw a shape the wrong way and that's their thing like (laughs) go for it like so that I totally agree I don't think art professors or teachers or whatever should ever like say oh this is good this is bad unless it's like actual like you know if we're learning how to draw a cube you should know like the rules of how to draw a cube kind of thing or like how to mix watercolor but like that's about it (laughs) that's true yeah like the technical skill yeah yeah I love those tiktoks that explain art history because I'm not I'm not an art person like you are like I've I've never really delved deep into those classes so like whenever I would go to a museum and I see some weirdly drawn painting, I just think that like the artist drew it badly or something. <laughs> but seeing those TikToks is actually super educational. Well, I actually, I don't think that they drew it badly, but I would think that it's just something weird or like maybe, yeah, I would just think it's weird. But hearing hearing people who like are experts talk about it on TikTok is kind of like they explain why it was popular. It's like the same way now it's fashionable to like have small purses. Nobody knows why it just is. And it's the same with art. Like it's trend. It was trendy to draw a certain way at some points. Like, like it's a very interesting like thing to know about trends is that trends are always dictated by the people and never by like the producers of whatever it is like with fashion with art with like anything it's like it's always the society that somehow creates them and they don't even realize like the jobs of those people who like create something is to like pick up on the trends and like bring it in but like they can't just make up a trend like they literally have to analyze it and like 
it's like such a weird fucking concept but like an interesting thing about like abstractions for example is that like with art like right now anyone can like draw an abstraction you're literally like the abstract art yeah like you can um literally open like photoshop and just do like random shapes or whatever and then it's so easy but like a hundred years ago you didn't have that so like it was like a process for them so like now that people look at abstract art and they're like oh like this is so easy like I could easily do that like it wasn't the same back then so like a lot of people just don't like think about that abstract art is a little trickier I think to me for sure still to understand it I'm definitely not a pro but there's even some like art with uh discernible shapes that was kind of I was like, what, what is this about? I wasn't sure, but now I kind of see. But yeah, I totally see what you're saying because for example, now you see a lot of like earth inspiration because of the whole sustainability and, you know, wanting to stop the global warming. A lot of designers are looking at those uh, trends as inspiration, like those social trends, social movements that inspire fashion which in turn dictates what people wear. I was reading onto the biker trench, biker shorts. Shorts. Yeah. Um, And I was like, like, where did that fucking come from? Like, that was so (laughs) random. So apparently that trend came, again, from the sustainability, you know, um, activism, because people in Los Angeles started biking more. And then this whole like electric bike thing started and because of that like that just brought back the biker shorts like who would have thought and then it just became a trend that everyone wears doesn't matter if you buy or you a bike or you don't bike like because uh, people like especially in LA people probably were taking cute selfies and stuff on their bikes it's just like it's like that's why like fashion industry is going for like such fun fun <laughs> oh my god I, I have this like weird thought I'll just share it real quick. But you know what this trend with like a weird shirt that like ties in front? Not a weird shirt. Like it's a cardigan, but instead of buttons, you just have a tie. Okay, sure. And so the first time I saw this trend, I thought this looks like something I had like when I was 12. I don't know. And I thought literally probably like some very confident girl in like New York City wore it and then she inspired someone else and she probably just picked it out of her out of her closet that's been like laying there for a hundred years and she just wore it and then somebody saw it and they're like wow that looks so good on her she looks so confident and then it just like started like trends like that trends where people wear old stuff or like that the like schoolgirl, um yeah the vests I'm just like, I I don't know if I would do it, but I can kind of see where it came from. It's probably people just looking into their closet and wearing the old stuff and just like being confident and looking good in it. Well, speaking again about sustainability, it really is coming back because everyone's thrifting right now. Yes, yes, that's true. Yes, that could be too. An actual term for these people who like accept the trends like first and they're called, I think it's, they're literally called the leaders. Is that? (laughs) Those people, like, they usually it's celebrities. Um, a lot of the times it's just random people who, like, they pick up on the trend before, like, the general public does. And then they start wearing. So, like, if Kim K starts wearing, once again, biker shorts, 
like everyone's gonna start wearing biker shorts but she has to be like the first to kind of bring it in and then everyone's like oh if kim k is wearing biker shorts i'm wearing biker shorts <laughs> so it's just like it's like such a, it's so fascinating but like the thing the interesting thing is that now with covid because usually like they predict those trends like three years in advance like it's very like the whole science be, be like uh behind trend forecasting it's like deep like you can really like that's why like collections and clothes come out like so early like you you know like like they're working on summer 2021 now or something i asked that it's i think it's probably spring 2022 at this point oh shit because they need to make the fabrics the colors the styles it's like so much work like it's always very intense but the problem is is that no one knew that covid would happen and everyone's like covid like totally changes like the whole like society and societal like aspects they call it zeitgeist that's what it's called oh what is that zeitgeist is like basically like a full image of like a time period like you know when you think of 70s you think of hippies so like everyone's gonna think of now as covid time like oh no i don't know like there are good things about it bad things but it's just it's an image of like you know a time period basically on their pajama pants (laughs) (laughs) like it's really interesting to like in what directions that's gonna i honestly like like i have some ideas on where it can go but like i don't fucking know like it's cool i actually love watching these fashion forecast videos i like the science of fashion is so interesting to me because i think there's a lot of social and human humanitarian like aspects woven into it and you can really understand what's happening with society if you look at how people are expressing themselves what they're wearing and what materials they're using it's like so funny when people like oh fashion is literally just you putting like clothes on i'm like there's so much shit behind it like you don't even know (laughs) like even like they were saying like in the um oh my god what year was it 2000 when did we have a oh my god what's the word uh what do you think you tracksuits no (laughs) (laughs) not that that was like juicy couture when did stock market crash in 2014 uh wasn't it 2008 2008 yes that i don't know i was like not 2014 yeah so 2008 they were saying that like all the designer brands were going for like a really hard time because like everyone was doing so poorly with money that even like celebrities wouldn't put anything designer on them because like if everyone's poor and you're wearing like a gucci sweatshirt everyone's gonna be like what the fuck you're doing so it's like there's so many like economic like aspects to that too like it's just so crazy it is interesting yeah i i did notice how the black friday sales are still going on <laughs> it's the end of december <laughs> ridiculous it's, but it's not it's it's all fake they're not really sales like literally just had a deja vu what that is so weird like looking at you with your pink bottle <laughs> i mean wow. you've seen this bottle before yeah i have but have we like zoomed like that before like once like last week that was so funny huh cool oh. Know what I know when you see. Remember when you had your birthday party over Zoom? Oh yes, green tea from this bottle. 
Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> we just like disproved the whole concept of a deja vu. <laughs> that was funny though, because I forgot about that. You had that bottle then too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> remember now because everyone's like what the fuck you're drinking because it's like it was yellow (laughs) (laughs) right yeah that's funny okay what were you saying okay i don't know if you're gonna laugh at me or (laughs) i i just got leather pants (laughs) from where windsor aren't you uh didn't you stop supporting fast fashion brands uh no I never said that well no okay I don't support I don't like support fast fashion brands you're like mentally Mentally, I don't (laughs) it's like I try to shop at places with higher quality so I can use the item for longer like I don't shop at Forever 21 really anymore because their stuff even though like I do still have some shirts from Forever 21 that I've been wearing for like five years and you want Pro 21 used to be good, like pretty decent quality. It's like the last maybe like three, four years it's been like. Yeah, I don't know what happened. They went ban- bankrupt. That's what happened. No, I mean, they, they, it's because they tried, like every brand like tries to save more and more money. And then they were like, well, why would I use cotton when I can use polyester on everything? And that's, wow. that's, all, that's where it all went down. So that's, so that's the thing. I was like, I did went I did go through a phase where I was like I'm gonna you know support places like Everlane and then I looked at their prices and they're so steep for me and well Everlane well but that's like that's the that's the whole thing first of all Everlane is also like kind of a problematic brand I wouldn't even go there um, <laughs> but that's like the whole like you can't like take your um like the way you used to shop and like translate it to like a sustainable brand because it's not obviously yeah because their stuff is supposed to be higher quality and it is but it's like it kind of like it's supposed to kind of bring you back to like I don't know like say 70 years ago where people just used to buy so much less stuff like they would buy like 10 pieces of clothing a year if you like calculate like even if you spent a hundred dollars on 10 it's a thousand dollars a year which like you probably spend you know same amount if you buy like 45 shirts from forever 21 it's probably less than that still so like you like you can't just like do do it the same way necessarily so i kind of i was thinking about it and i'm trying to build like a wardrobe where i would have all those basic things that i could keep for a longer time so at this point in my life, I unfortunately can't shop those sustainable brands necessarily, even though I would love to. But even when I shop those different brands, I always try to look at the material that they made it out of. And obviously, like leather pants are not made out of cotton. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think not. Um, but yeah, it was just like such a trend and I was kind of vibing with it. And I haven't had, I haven't come across a trend a trend that I liked in a while because it was like those weird shirts all over the place and I was like I don't know like it, it looks cool on some people but I can't necessarily wear I can't pull, pull it off but we'll see if I can pull off leather pants or I'll just send them back I haven't tried them on yet oh but did they come in yeah they came in I just quarantined them because I don't open stuff <laughs>
maybe one day I'll convince you to to thrift shop. I think you just have to try. Bitch, you just have to try. It's like you can just wash it and it's like just as new. I don't know. I'm kind of like I think I'm a pretty sustainable person because I do use all my things for a long time. It's not if I was the kind of person who was buying stuff like all the time, new stuff, I probably would resort to thrifting because that's not sustainable. But since I'm not, I prefer to not thrift. And I know this is an unpopular opinion, especially now. No, I just <laughs> I think I'm special on this one. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, every step is a good step. And like, you know, if you're just like consciously, like con- con- consciously understanding, like this is the step you're making, like it's already a big step. Yeah, I think you should just try it and then see how it goes. I don't, cause like, say like even with me, like I don't like I'm not gonna thrift shoes. Like that grosses me out. I'm like I don't want to wear it, cause you can't really wash the shoes. So like I don't want to do that. That is not medically sound either. Yeah, I don't like. I honestly don't think that. But a lot of people do that. Yeah, but and it's their thing. Like. Yeah, and it's if totally they're if they want to do it. Yeah. So like I think it's just like I personally I think it just has so much more character. Like I have a jacket from literally the 80s and I think it's like the coolest fucking thing I've ever had. There was not a single time where I went somewhere and people weren't like, "Oh my god, where the fuck did you get this jacket? I need it." <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, "You're bullying Tamara into thrift shopping. What is this? <laughs> what is toxicity?" <laughs> Well, hey, I bully other people into sustainability behavior. That's actually literally how I got into this because I was bullied pretty harshly at one of my work places where I used to work before because there are some people who had very strong feelings about it and they instilled change in the workplace. And I'm like, I definitely was never a green person until I worked there. And now I am. So I think it's it's the thing is, is that someone kind of like you have to know about this stuff for you to like try like again I remember like I was not I did not believe in climate change I did not care like what was it 2016 and then I went into this museum in Montreal Canada and I was like at this lack like why the fuck I went to Montreal Canada to drink first of all because I was 18 years old instead my friend and I went into an environmental museum <laughs> Oh, fucking nerds we are um and we went to this lecture about climate change and i was like i don't want to go i don't believe in climate change and then i went it's just so funny how like you're, you can be so ignorant until like someone just like opens your mind because that's like the weirdest thing about people is that they always like get scared of something and they just shut down instead of like processing it like <laughs> it's just like just like think about it and like you're allowed to make your own decisions but like be open-minded I mean for me I don't think it's so much the scare like I never I don't think I ever not believed in global warming I certainly knew it was a thing for me the matter of doing or like behaving sustainably or not was kind of uh, the matter of the environment in which I was like people who are surrounding me and kind of just you know you kind of just need a kick in the ass at some point Mm -hmm. I I kind of was open to those ideas I just never had anyone close to me who would inspire or like be like hey let's do this together you know Mm -hmm. and then at that workplace everyone was you know eating healthy and 
you know, biking. And when that environment changed for me, that really helped my behavior change. And I think that's kind of what I'm trying to do now with other people. I'm like, hey, this is something you can do. Uh, we can do this together. Like, if you need more information, I can explain whatever. No, but that's literally because you can't be like pushy or like be like, oh, you suck if you don't do this. Because like they have to come to this on their own. But you just have to be there to like help and support and like, you know, yeah, advise, whatever. <laughs> anyway, people, if you are also trying to instill some sustainable change, you just got to remember that you're not special. <laughs> yeah, because clearly other people have this issue too. We're all just trying here. Look. Mary and Tamara and thank you for listening to our podcast. Oh, that's right. Yes, thank you for listening to our first podcast. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Do we have an Instagram? Not yet, but we oh. will. <laughs> Whenever we get the Instagram, follow us, please. <laughs> well, just say follow us on Instagram. It's probably going to be called you're not special. <laughs> I don't have the name for it yet.